This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to WrestleBuddy's GameSpot's wrestling podcast filled with wrestling friendship and not so much wrestling with friendship. I am your host, Matt Alfring. With me, as always, is uh, the man of the hour, Chrissy Hainer. Hi. I'm sorry, what's my name? Uh, Chris E. Hainer. Okay. Join the Dark Order, Matt. Join DarkOrder.com. That sounded very confusing. We're not. We're no longer wrestling with friendship. That's good to know. I mean, like, I, I think sometimes it happens. I mean, we all wrestle with uh, various things. Uh-huh. Go, oh, please, go with, please go on. Wrestling let's, with let's really depression? This, let's really extend this uplifting part of the episode out. Wrestling with depression uh, starring mm. Madre de Rosa. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to give the intro some new flavor. I mean, we've been doing this almost two years years now it's it's been four actually it's been 93 years it's weird we recorded our first episode aboard the titanic remember when you were um holding me and i was like i had my arms out on the front of the boat and you said never let go chris and never let go and i said join the dark order and then push you over the side of the boat and then alanis morissette's jagged little pill album played oh what a great album what a great album Matt, this is a very weird discussion. I don't know how it relates to today's episode subject, which, like, if anybody has read the title of the episode, ooh, it's a good one. Oh, what did you title it? Because I don't know yet. Oh, I it it no fancy titles. I, Matt, I'm getting to a place where, honestly, I feel like fancy titles might be going the way of the dodo. We might yep. just need to put the subject of the interview as the title. Anyway, things are things are always in motion for the Wrestle Buddies, guys. Always, we're a locomotion here. We're a Kylie Minogue. Everybody's doing a brand new dance now. Uh, come on, baby, do the Kylie Minogue. Uh, Cami and Street Fighter. Did you call her Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue, isn't that it? No, it's Minogue? Kylie Minogue. Minogue. Yeah. If you love Wrestle Buddies and you love me mispronouncing everything then give us five stars on the apple podcast app and spotify podcasts and if you don't get off our backs that's right but if you give us five stars you're more than welcome to hang out on our backs we will give you piggyback rides wherever you may want do the locomotion do whatever you want to your heart's content we can we can talk about all of kylie minogue's uh songs that one hit she had from like late 90s early 2000s the kind of EDM-ish song? Yeah, I, I don't, the title I don't remember what it was. I just remember her as Cammy from Street Fighter. The movie. Cammy from Street Fighter. Love her to death. Uh, and to so life. Is, what? And to life. I love her to life. To love her to life. Love her to live a long life. Uh, this is the Kylie Minogue buddies. Wait, We're here talking up, about... Wake me up inside. That's not Kylie Minogue. That's Evanescence, isn't I it? I know, but that that's what came to mind for some reason. Let's, let's, let's get rid of all this. Uh, I mean, nope, you can, no, you, no, you, no, no, you can keep it in. I'm saying let's stop talking about all this. Oh, let's stop and move on to the wrestling of the matter. If you're wondering why the intro is so weird and disjointed, I'm tired. Chris is tired. We work a lot. And also, this is a weird episode. So let's just get into it. Oh, Matt, this week, our main event, if you will, 
uh, we are going to talk about something that we teased on last week's episode, and that no, is not syndicated wrestling. Not shows. syndicated wrestling shows. That'll have to happen in the next two weeks. That one to honestly took takes more re- takes more research and eagerness oh, yeah. time for this week because surprise, WWE's had seventeen million syndicated shows. Yes. Uh, instead, this week we're focusing on one of the greatest feuds of all time. A feud that itself should be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Chris, like, can I just take a can I take a wild guess off the top of my head? Yes, wild Matt, Matt in your mind, what is the most important feud deserving of being the first feud ever enshrined in the WWE Hall of Fame? Let me just give you two two guesses, and okay. then if I'm right, I'll cool. Think, I'll first guess, three. first guess, Big Boss Man versus Undertaker. Wait, the one where he gets hung? Yeah. Oh, we don't talk about that. Uh, we did talk about it. Okay, that's not that. Sorry, sorry. Big Boss Man versus Al Snow. Oh, we talked about that one. The one where he feeds Al Snow his own dog? Yeah. I'm sorry, Matt. No, that is not that. While while a Hall of Fame worthy feud, for sure, that is not the feud we are presenting today. Oh, well, I'm out of guesses, Chris. I only said two, so yep. tell me. Well, here we go, Matt. We are talking about Big Boss Man's feud with none other than Big Show. That's right. It's Big V Big, baby. Dawn of Funerals. This is going to be a great one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can we just talk really briefly before we get super into it? How come the big show is involved in some of the greatest feuds on this podcast? Uh, Dungeon of Doom. Mm -hmm. This one. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. I mean, how come the big boss man is involved? Like in the big boss man also (laughs) in theory, this is the perfect storm of Wrestle Buddies material. It is. This is this. uh, This is the eye of the storm, actually. It's. It's so weird. Uh, if anybody was watching at the time, they'll remember. But the year is 1999. Oh, I be- boy. I believe this is this is we're still kind of we're still smack dab in the attitude era. But it's when the attitude era is less attitude and more gross out. Do you know what yes. I mean? Like yeah. the, how the attitude era, it, like you can only push the envelope so much before the envelope hurls itself off a bridge to its death. I think we're we're at this we're at this point of the attitude era. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. <laughs> He's gonna puke. Uh Beyond the Mac guys, come on. Yeah. Great great <laughs> film. Uh so Big Boss Man starts a feud with Undertaker and it's the meanest feud I've maybe ever seen in my life. Yes. Uh and it is highlighted by one of the greatest slashed worst professional wrestling uh segments in which no actual wrestling takes place might i add mm-hmm. in the history of the business uh the whole hmm the whole i don't even know how to explain this matt the centerpiece of this promo is that in character the big show's father has died 
So the Big Show is grieving the loss of his father and Big Boss Man decides, oh, this is my time to mock that. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't this? I know what you're going to say. Very recently after Big Boss Man, or uh, sorry, after Paul White's father actually died. Yes. Uh, Paul White's father died. And then within, uh, within a week, he won the WWF at the time championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they played that up on TV. And then he entered into a feud with world title contender, the Big Boss Man. Uh, I I love Big Boss Man. Guys, we all know how we feel about Big Boss Man here. World title contender, Big Boss Man is a, a sentence I don't like. I or not Honestly, it's a sentence I would not assume is real. Yeah. Intercontinental champion or intercontinental no. contender. Hardcore champion, big boss man. A hardcore Sims. champion. European Fine. champion, big boss man. I would understand. Perfect. I like intercontinental even seems like a bit of a stretch. Okay. Well, I'll go up with you on Gimmick that battle royale winner, big boss man. Oh, sounds yeah. like a thing that would happen. Okay. So Big Show's father is dead. Big Show wins the world championship. Bo- big boss man sees a quote opportunity question mark. And he just starts taunting the big show telling like he keeps saying, like he keeps making fun of him because yo daddy is dead. Oh, I remember that very well. He's like, he's like on the, he's over by the entrance, like with a microphone in his hand, yeah. just screaming at big show. Like, yo, daddy is gone. He's dead. The worms are going to eat him. Like stuff like that. Big show's dad has died. So, like, while this is in character, Big Show is also listening to this as someone who recently had to bury his father, which sucks. But then, Matt, as tasteless as this is, yes, it gets worse. Because in character, Big Show has to attend his in-character father's funeral, which that alone on the heels I, of like your actual father's passing is so insane to me. I, if I was attending, uh, let's say I was part of WWE and I'm attending a, uh, a funeral for my father, but my father is still alive. That would be a perfectly easy thing to do. It doesn't, uh, it, to me, it doesn't matter how long it's been since your father has passed. I, I I'm sure a fake funeral on TV is probably the most emotional gut-wrenching horrible thing to do i would i would say as i mean i've had friends that have uh passed in the past if i had to do a fake funeral for a close friend that has passed in the past now i'd be an emotional wreck i it's insane to me matt but like it gets so much worse because of course the big boss man crashes the funeral. But Matt, what do you, wait, hold on, Chris, what do you say crashes the funeral? Are we talking about like wedding crashers where he's out there just like dry humping no. the air? No, I mean, literally, he drives a car into the funeral. 
but not just any card. This is there. There are so many levels to the craziness of this segment. Uh, first of all, all you hear while Big Show while Big Show is delivering a eulogy to his father. I want to know. Big Show is dressed very formally for his father's wedding in a black leather jacket and black leather pants. You're forgetting he, the Oakleys, by the way. Oh, he's wearing Oakleys, but like yeah. I'm more shocked by the fact that he wore black leather pants to his dad's funeral as if he was going to the club afterward, I guess. <laughs> he's like, well, you know, it's time to pay my respects to my father, mm-hmm. bury him. But then after I've got a motorcycle race, but then after you can find me in the club getting tipsy. Uh, so while he's delivering his eulogy, all of a sudden we hear from a speaker somewhere. Now, what in the hell is that? Okay, so I'm pretending like I haven't, I don't remember this at all. Uh-huh. It's impossible not to remember it. Uh-huh. Uh, man, I just, as we're writers, Chris, uh-huh. uh, we, we write things for a living. Uh, I've, I've, I've written creative fictional things for a living at one point. Um, at no time within character development, no matter how bad someone is, does this feel like a natural thing for a bad guy to do? No, to, in, to interrupt someone's funeral. Okay, interrupt someone's funeral to fight them or kill them. Sure, interrupt them to taunt them. Saying Inter- like, interrupt them to like heckle them. To as heckle if as if you're as if their eulogy is a stand-up set that you're heckling. It feels like a fifth grader bully move. Oh, Matt, it gets crazier because the big boss man doesn't stop there. He shows up in a car. He drives, literally drives a car onto the grass at the cemetery. This is happening at a cemetery, graveside at a cemetery. This is a real, and, this is real cemetery, guys. So, yes. Real. <laughs> yes. Oh, I have some quotes later uh, when we'll okay. get to them from Bruce Pritchard about filming this segment. He So he draw, he's driving this car across cemetery, Matt. But like, if anyone's seen this segment, they know it's not just any car. He's driving the police car from the Blues Brothers movie with the giant bullhorn on top of it. I know we're kind of very far removed from the Blues Brothers as a pop culture thing uh, and a movie. Um, But like, if you're not familiar, I'm sure you might be or might not, whatever. Uh, It is like an old school, like 80s boxy, like Crown Vic car uh black and white mm -hmm. yeah with with those with the huge just a gigantic speaker like strapped to the top of it for no apparent reason (laughs) and that's what boss man is speaking through he's talking into a microphone that's coming out the bullhorn he's driving that across so he pulls up he pulls up to the funeral and he gets out and just stands next to his open door and continues to taunt the big show the picture's like and his big show's mother is bawling like she's pressed up against his chest bawling was and that his real mother? I hope not because I hope not because of what happens later. Yeah. Um, she's bawling and he's like yelling and he's like, I'm going to get you. And he starts chasing him down. So the boss man jumps back in the car and drives and runs the big show over with the car. Big show jumps, tries to jump on the hood of the car and then boss man speeds up and then he bounces off the windshield and falls down. Uh, so boss man has the, we're not even at the meat of it yet. The boss man has shown up to taunt the big show at his father's funeral and then run him over with the blues brothers police car. 
Chris, I've got a question about the kind of the start of this um, feud and how this all came together. At any point in time, was Big Show in Cobb County, Georgia? And did he disrespect the law and order? I mean, if he did, it was off camera. But like based on the reaction we're getting, I'm guessing, yeah. He must have like disrespected all the law and order. And and these are his hard times. (sighs) Hard times. So. Big Show's down and out. The family is appalled. You would think this would be the time for Boss Man to take his victory lap, claim the win, and take off. Except, no. He pulls up next to the casket mat and pulls some chains out of the car. And he says to Big Show, Daddy always wanted to be a drag queen, Big Show. I'm going to make him a drag queen right here, right now. Daddy always wanted to be a drag queen, Big Show. I'm going to make him a drag queen right here. (laughs) That line I do not remember, by the way. (laughs) I didn't remember until I watched it today. Also, I want to note throughout all this, he actually tries to ask out Big Show's mom. He's like, now that your husband's out of the way, do you want to go out with a real man kind of thing? I mean, you know, this is a horrible, horrible situation, but you got to shoot your shot. Absolutely. So he chains the casket to the Blues Brothers police car. And he starts to drive it away, dragging the casket behind him. This is when the big show comes to and he jumps on top of it and rides it for about 10 feet before taking, honestly, the worst looking bump you've ever seen off of the casket. He makes himself fall off and do like a big, like elaborate somersault type of maneuver as big boss man continues to drive away with the casket. It's insane. And the fact that this all happened in an actual operating cemetery blows my mind. How did this get approved? Because there is nothing, uh, aside from the fact that it is very disrespectful uh, to the other people buried there in the families that are, uh, you have a car just peeling out through this cemetery. Like, it is bonkers to me. It's, It's bad, Matt. It's bad. Well, that's what happens when you take a, a trip down to Cobb County. I can't believe it took us 15 minutes to reference the big boss man's like music, by the way. <laughs> we really held off long on that one. Okay, so would you like to hear some select quotes from Bruce Pritchard about the creation of this segment? I would love to. This is when talking about getting the permission of the cemetery people, the people who run the cemetery, this is what he had to say. I had been reminded several times throughout the time where I'm there from the groundskeeper and the gentleman who ran the cemetery. Okay, guys, we have a funeral, a gravesite service that will be t- taking place. Can you guys either be done by then or wait until the service after I, until the service is over? I said, Oh, don't worry. We won't do anything to disrupt. Then it was also made sure that we don't mess up the cemetery or grounds or anything like that. And he says, well, we tried, we tried, but it just kept getting crazier and crazier. And we had, what was meant to be a similar to the Blues Brothers police car that they had where that they had where they went around to town. Ta- oh, so this this gives some insight into the Blues Brothers police car. It was a it was a recreation of the car made to promote the Blues Brothers concerts that was just taken from town to town to promote the concerts. Oh, okay. so they, he said we had that and thought it'd be great for Boss Man to have. <laughs> That's that's it. They had access to a replica of the Blues Brothers car and they thought, oh, it would be cool if Boss Man had that. End of story. Well, Big Boss Man is a 
officer of the law. That's true. Blues Brothers uh, stole a cop car in the movie. <laughs> um, that's about it. So, but like, wait, did they steal a cop car? I'm mis- I'm misremembering Blues Brothers. I baby. don't. It's been so. Who cares? Long. All I know is the music, baby. But uh, like, yeah. So what it all boils down to is like they were told there's going to be a funeral service here. Please be done before it starts, and also don't mess up the grounds. And I mean, you've seen the clip, Matt. They drag a casket across the cemetery by a, with a cop car. You, you see the grass, and it's been a long time since I watched the clip personally. But you see the grass popping up behind it, like they're tearing up the grounds. And according to Bruce Pritchard, it's a weekend. Quote, it's a weekend. So there are families that are coming with their children to visit Grammy and Poppy's headstone, leaving some flowers to pay their respects and what have you. There's this whole television production kind of going on in the middle of the cemetery because it's the only place they had where we could actually dig a hole and do this whole thing. And I needed to get it done. So what? people were there paying respects to their actual lost loved ones while they were filming this segment. What a weird, like, man, I have, I was, Bruce Pritchard was here because I just have, I have questions about, the question is basically, it's just why? why uh, my biggest question is why was the big show wearing leather pants? Mine, where, where was the big show going after? <laughs> that's yeah. a, that's a where. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like, why does it escalate that much? Is is the idea to escalate that much so Big Boss Man gets a title shot? But like, if you're wronging somebody that much, would you just never give them a title shot? Or just give up your title and walk away because mm. what a nightmare. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's. I don't love it. But Matt, it doesn't end there. Okay, <laughs> see, now we're in territory I do not remember. So, after the funeral, a week passes, maybe a couple of weeks. The feud's still going. Big Boss Man somehow makes it worse. Okay. And this is what it was important for me to get to. After Big Show wrestles Viscera. <laughs> Say that sentence again. <laughs> after Big Show wrestles Viscera. Big, Big Daddy V, got it. Yep. King Mabel, uh, <laughs> King Mabel. the camera, the camera cuts to big boss man at big shows. Mama's house. Oh, is he on a date? No, he's sitting at a table with her and she's crying while he stares at her. And he's like, he's like, you know, your son has the title. I want the title. And I've got some information in here that's going to destroy him. And he pulls out like a manila envelope. Or a, Hold like a on. Envelope. He has he has information that will destroy him. His father has just passed. I don't know what's more devastating than losing one of your parents. Well, Matt, you're about to find out what the WWF thought was more devastating than the Big Show's dad dying. That's the Big Show's mother. I've been in law enforcement for many years and I have friends all over the country. What I found and dug up is a matter of public record. It's about your past, it's about Paul's past, and it's about his dad's past. No. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't even care. But the bottom line is, you don't tell him what's in this packet. I will. Let me tell him that you're comfortable. Exactly what do you want to tell him? I want to tell him 
know, but let me tell him. What? <laughs> that he's illegitimate. He's illegitimate. He's illegitimate. So what you're saying is your son's a bastard. You're right, it should come from you. What I want you to do is take a look at that red light through that window right there. You've just told the whole world, including Paul White. But that's it. Okay. He's that's what they Ill- thought was worse. He, yeah, he was illegitimate. His parents were not married when he was born. And Big oh. shows. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, not he's, a, not he's an illegitimate champion. Oh, no, 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 no. For a second, it just popped to my head that, like, that reveal was bigger than what you said. And it's like that he's technically not his biological father. And then and then it, and then as you were talking like, oh, wait, they just mean that he was born out of wedlock, which I'm pretty sure that's what they were. Th- because like because he says, are you saying are you saying your baby boy is a bastard? Man, that's not that's not really as demeaning as I would hope for for a word like bastard. It's not demeaning at all, to be honest. It's fine. Okay, so the, the big devastating reveal is their your parents, parents weren't married when yeah, you were had, born. They had sex before they were married? Oh my god. This changes how I feel about the man who's raised me my entire life! I hate him! <laughs> he was born out of wedlock. They were not married. And by the way, I, I want to point this out. somehow ten times worse ten times. than his dad being dead. Big Show... The, the guy who plays Big Show, the man who plays Big Show, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, man who plays uh, Big Boss Man, like, damn, dude, like, he is giving it his all in that scene. Like, he's actually, like, doing a fantastic job for the garbage that has been written for him. Matt, can I can I tell you my favorite part of that segment? Why is it? Look at that red light right there. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's with, it's with, we'll have, we got to include, we got to. I'm going to include some of it, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's when <laughs> it's when Big Boss Man says, "I've been in law enforcement for a long time, but I've got connections all over the country." <laughs> he's speaking as if he's still an active police officer and not a bad guy wrestler. <laughs> it's man, you know what? Like, okay, the funeral stuff is awful, like legitimately awful. But the bastard stuff is fine. First of all, call him Big Bastard. If I think well, that's a great well, way to what's, go. What's crazy is eventually Big Show adopted that when he turned heel at a certain point. He he the nickname he got and he had a shirt that said it was Big Nasty Bastard. Yes. Yeah. But like so bit so bit. I hope Big Bossman got a cut of that check because he called him a nasty bastard into the camera. But just but the like idea but then, that but, like. And then, Matt, we cut to Big Show later in the episode, crying on the crying. phone as well. I understand you're mad, but what about me? Why have you been like, lying to me about this? Maybe I'm thinking that I'm seeing this through the lens of 2022 and not mm. through the lens of 1999. But I, I think even through the lens of 1999, realizing you were born and your parents were not married at that time. Was a, I guess maybe a minorly shameful, but it wasn't a devastating I, moment. I'll say this. I don't think it was. I was, I was actually born out of wedlock. My parents, mm-hmm. my, when I was born, my parents had broken up. Uh, and, uh, as it growing up, my best, eventually they got hitched and then split. Yeah. it's like, it's all thing. Uh, and then growing up, one of my best friends, his parents also, he was also born out of wedlock and we would make the joke all the time of like, we're in the bastard club yeah, because, because we were born bastards. Uh, and then like, and it was, it was mostly to top my little brother who my parents were married when he was born. So he's not in the club, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like it's, 
at no point is it a sob into your hands <laughs> type of thing. Even in 1999, maybe in 1950 it was that, but like 1999, I don't know. The idea that like that's what writers thought was more devastating than your father dying. I don't. I don't know what's more devastating than losing a parent, losing like someone you're married to. Maybe that's different though. I don't know. It's just I mean, ridiculous. Matt, as like uh, as the one of the two of us that has lost a parent, it there is no way finding out that your parents weren't married when you were born is more devastating. That that's stupid. That's yeah. so it's so dumb. And then like then <laughs> Big Boss Man's like, what about your morals? Yeah, I'm like <laughs> what? What? Oh, she had sex before she was married. Oh, oh well. no. Oh no. Oh, oh boss boy. man, you literally ran him over with your car at his dad's funeral. How is that better? What's worse, um, uh, trying things out before you get married or ruining a funeral? <laughs> oh, God. Matt, I know we've been talking very loosely and we don't have a, a plan for the Wrestle Buddies Hall of Fame ceremony yet. No, like, we don't. Like, I feel like I feel like the WrestleBuddies Hall of Fame isn't going to be person focused. It's going to be like event or story or thing focused. I mean, no other wrestling Hall of Fame is, so we have to be. Right. So my thought is like we should also have a celebrity wing and that should be a wrestler and I want I would nominate Big Boss Man to be the first entrance into the celebrity wing of the WrestleBuddies Hall of Fame. Or like honestly, for just like the the WrestleBuddies award for outstanding achievement because holy cow, he really he really gives it his all for these feuds. And it's a, and like he's not involved in any any good feuds. They're no. all memorable. They they're are all, all memorable. They're all perfect, but they're all bad. Yes. And I love them all. Like, and Big Show is always involved, not always, uh, a lot of his storylines are, I would call grandiose and way too over the top, like, the time well, he they, was... Well, they were, not, so, not I mean, like, his his last yeah, year was I know, QT I know. Marshall. No, but, like, Dungeon of Doom, and then that going into the monster truck match with Hulk Hogan, uh, even, like, Ray versus uh, Paul, or Big Show in WWE, like, he's involved in these, like, larger than life storylines yeah which is really really cool it's just none of them are exceptionally great didn't, he, didn't he fight floyd mayweather that was fantastic actually that was le legit like that was bigger than like oh. that was fantastic feud <laughs> i'm just remembering i was at wrestlemania when he fought aki bono in a sumo match yes God, again dude wow big show big and big boss man are the they two go wrestlers big. They go big and they are involved in the weirdest storylines. Well, well, not always the weirdest, but they have the weirdest overall. The weirdest. I appreciate that. Well, then there was that whole stint where Big Show just adopted different characters every week. I remember when he was uh, the showster as yes. Big Show Hulk Hogan. That was great, man. It's there's a lot. There's a lot. I, I kind of love it. I kind of love it. I, I love the feud between Boss Man and big show i i mean the, the funeral part itself it's it it's perfect. a little hard it's hard to stomach but it's the most memorable th most memorable thing of probably both their careers at that time which is crazy because it's bad but it's great but if you listen to wrestle buddies you know <laughs> it's bad but it's great is kind of our thing so 
And honestly, <laughs> Matt, where yep. this is this is this is why it was all good. It culminated in Big Boss Man becoming number one contender for the WWF Championship on the November 15th, 1999 episode of Raw. Who do you think he beat to become the number one contender? Um uh, I'm trying to think back to that time. <sighs> Number one contender, Val Venus, Matt, the big boss man beat the rock to become the number one contender in 1999. Oh boy. And then he got his title shot against the big show at our Megadon. Yes. Our Megadon, our Megadon, the coolest dinosaur. Uh, and <laughs> he lost, of course. And then the next night on Raw, he lost again. He teamed with uh, Prince Albert in a handicap match and Big Show beat both of them. And that was the end of the feud forever. What a beautiful, beautiful, dumb thing. It's everything about it is. <sighs> I just I don't even know, man. I, I'm, I'm just remembering things about big boss man that made me smile like when he'd walk to the ring when he's evil big boss man he'd walk to the in, in the flak jacket you know and he walked mm-hmm. around with the nightstick and he'd do the, the nightstick twirling gimmick on the way to the ring and then he just set the nightstick down to start the match like well we it's like when it's steve there. steve blackman came out with this schema sticks and would be like and then put them down yeah he would stop at the top of the ramp and do like a show and then put them down and start wrestling uh, unfortunately, we lost Big Boss Man in 2004 uh, at the age of 41, which is messed up because that's me next year. That's like me that. next year. Yeah, uh, but he was in uh, Boss Man was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2016. And he appears to this day in the WWE video games, and I play as him because he kind of looks like an alternate reality version of my little brother grown up. No. Well, huh? yeah. Said, so, "Oh, wow." I'm like, "Yeah, I, be- I I believe my brother would become a cop." Yeah. And look exactly like that if he became a cop. <laughs> would he move so, to Cobb County, Georgia? I I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, worth noting, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter as we talked about last week, uh Big Show versus Big Boss Man was voted worst feud of the year, 1999. Uh, I will say uh, 1999 isn't the only uh, Big Boss Man appearance in the Worst Feud section, Matt. In 1996 in WCW, Worst Feud of the Year, John Tenta versus Big Bubba. Oh, solid WCW. And that's uh, John Tenta as the shark at that time, I believe. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, because it should have been Dungeon of Doom era, 1996. Yeah. Anyway, we that's right, because that's because Big Bubba then joined Dungeon of Doom after that. Yeah. Wow. I know my Dungeon of Doom (laughs) as you should. Anyway, we we miss you, boss, man. You were ridiculous in all of the good ways. Um, And uh, that will bring us to a close for this Mm -hmm. week. We will see you guys next week with another episode. Chris, man, we got a lot of of big things in the works that could Uh, we're we're coming up on 100. We're not we're not talking about some of the big things we have in the works but keep in mind we will have uh quite a bit of 2k wwe 2k 22 coverage coming we will have the wrestle buddies hall of fame in early april uh it's there's a lot of stuff man 
there's a few huge surprises that are being put together now too, but uh, we'll figure that out. My plan for this year remains the same to record at least one episode in person. At least one. At least. At least. Uh, final words. Robocop, baby. Also, your daddy's dead, Big Show. Your dear old daddy died. He's getting eaten by the worm. That's terrible. It's well, terrible. see you next week. Thanks for listening to Russell Buddies. We hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did. Go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hayner. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week.